Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. Check out many great podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl, and the Word of God says in Matthew 25, starting in verse 14, For it would be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted them with his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had two talents made two talents more. And he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Here you have have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And this is the word of God. There's so much there that we can unpack today, but I want to focus on just a few things. Really, I want to focus on well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with over faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. What words those are right there. Enter into the joy of your master. Well done, good and faithful servant. Oh, that we would hear those words one day when we enter into the kingdom of heaven, when we enter and we see our master face to face, that he will say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. If we are in Christ, we are forgiven of all our sins. All are forgiven. And we have been given responsibility. And we are stewards now of the gospel. We know the truth. We are to spread the truth. We are to live a Christian life. We are to live a life showing that we are saved. But we do not live that life in order to be saved. We live that life out of gratitude for our salvation. And we want to live a life well. And we want to hear those words. 
those sweet words, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what I want to do. I want to live for my master. I want to live for the Lord Jesus Christ now that I've been saved. And I know every day I fail at it. Every day I do not live perfectly. But you know what? Jesus Christ has lived a perfect life for me and I trust in him. So I have to live a life trusting in Christ. Yes, there's work to be done. We are saved to do works. We will do works that God foreordained that we shall walk in them. But those works don't save us. Now, the reason I, this is these verses are on my heart recently because I was just at a funeral for a Christian who passed away. This man went to see his Lord face to face, his master face to face. He lived 96 years on this earth, and now he is in the presence of God, and his life. And my my friend did the message at the um, at the funeral yesterday. My friend Pastor Mark. The, these I know these people from my old church. But he focused on the life well lived, and we we just know that from the testimonies of people who knew this this gentleman that passed away. We know I know personally from the interactions I've had with this man of of an example of a life well lived. He would the the church we used to go to would have two chairs out in like the foyer area and usually in the morning he'd be sitting at one of them and you would just go over and sit next to him and he'd he he'd encourage you. I know he was always encouraging to me and the rest of my family and and he just would have so many good stories. Someone usually that has lived that long will have some great stories. And just his encouragement in Christ. So it wasn't just stories, you know, him being in World War II or of the cars that he's fixed. or it, it, It's just his encouragement in Christ. I know there was one time a few years ago where I was, I was thinking about changing jobs. And he was just very supportive in whatever decision. He's like, hey, what help do you need? How can I help you? And it was just a great example of a life well lived. And there's something about going to the funeral of a Christian, that there's such joy in it because you know this person is in heaven because they were a Christian. They professed faith. So we have that hope, that hope that will be sight. And his hope is now sight. He is now face-to-face with the Lord. There's so the, But there's still mourning in that. There's still grieving. But we we grieve and we mourn with hope, knowing that, a Christian, when a Christian die, I know a lot of times when people die, generally people die, you'll hear somebody say, well, they're in a better place now. But as Christians, we don't believe that if you're not in Christ, that you are in a better place. No, no, where, where you're at, you are, as, as it says right here, cast this worthless servant out to outer darkness. In that place, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. The non-Christian, those funerals are hard. Because you don't know. Maybe up on their deathbed or, you know, God is sovereign over salvation. He has his elect. So maybe on their deathbed or whenever, maybe their heart was changed. They were born again. And they could be. I'm not going to go all the way down that rabbit hole. But I will say this. At the funeral of a Christian, somebody who professed Christ, there's a difference. There's, There's a joy that... 
for especially for a 96-year-old man who lived his life well. Not perfect. Um, this man had his sins. This man had his flaws. But his sins were forgiven in Christ. And now he is in heaven. He is with the Lord face to face. And these words, well done, good and faithful servant. I am sure that he, he heard those words upon seeing and being greeted by the Lord Jesus Christ. Enter into the joy of your master. That we will hear that one day, Christians. Enter into the joy of your master. We are to do work on this earth. We are to share the gospel. We are to spread the good news of Christ. We are to love one another. And that is not easy to do. But we have the assurance of our salvation, not because we've done these things or do these things. These are not ways. Don't look at your fruit to know if you're saved. Look at Christ to know if you're saved. And I know that this this gentleman looked to Christ for his salvation. He relied on Christ. He rested in Christ. Yeah, there's probably times he wanted to take the reins on his own. But he lived 96 years well resting in Christ encouraging his family, encouraging the body of Christ, of the church. And he heard, well done, good and faithful servant. And that is what I pray for all of us Christians, that we will rest in Christ, rest in his finished work, in his active obedience, in his passive obedience, so his, his perfect life, living, obeying God, and then obeying, going to the cross, dying the death we deserve, because he died on the cross, we can live. We can now hear, well done, good and faithful servant, because he is the good and faithful servant, perfectly obeying. And after he died, he was buried. And on the third day, he rose from the dead. He is alive. Jesus is alive. And he is coming again to judge the quick and the dead. He's coming again to judge the living and the dead. And the words I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. When, when my faith becomes sight, when I am face to face with the Lord, whether it is when I pass from the, this body to heaven or when he comes back, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Because I want to serve him. So by serving him, I want to serve others. I want to serve my family well. I want to be the best husband I can be to glorify God, to point to Christ. I want to be the best father I can be to glorify God, to point my children to Christ. I want to be the best friend I can be to my friends to glorify God, to point to Christ. And I fail every day at that. There's some days I'm sure I do better than others, but I fail every day. But every day I get up, I thank God for my salvation and pray, Lord, Sanctify me, Holy Spirit, sanctify me, make me holy, take away what I don't need to serve you so I may love others. And that is what we are to do. Love God with all, our, all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, which we do not do perfectly, and love our neighbors as ourselves, which we don't do perfectly. But I strive to do that, again, not to earn heaven, but because God so loved me that he sent his only son. 
that I believe, and now I shall not perish, but I have eternal life. And you can too, if you haven't yet. If you haven't put your faith in Christ, do so now. Repent. Turn from self-righteousness. Turn from false thinking. Turn from rejecting the God that you know exists. And be forgiven of all your sins. All of your sins. All of them. The ones you've done. The ones you're going to do. Jesus died for all of your sins. On the cross. Where Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. And now, I can enter into the joy of my master, hearing, well done, good and faithful servant. And that's what I want for you. So, turn to Christ and live. And that's it. That's all I have for you today. Also, I was recording this, trying something new. I got the new microphone a couple weeks ago. Now I'm trying it recording on my iPhone because I'm going to record an interview, a couple interviews coming up, uh, one that I'm going to do for this podcast and have somebody that's also happy on Twitter. My name on Twitter, is it name? Is it handle? I don't know. But uh, the Happy Presbyterian was inspired by this young man who I will have on, I think, recording next week with him so it'll probably be the episode that'll be on but you can figure out who it is if you follow on twitter and see the interactions i have with this other happy person i'm going to call it the happy christian episode so i'm looking forward to that but i also have an interview coming up to be on another podcast hopefully hopefully that all works out lord willing and I'll let you know when that's recorded and when that's going to be posted because that's not me posting it. So sometimes this this uh, other podcast has a lot of interviews, so I don't know where my episode might be in that queue. I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about it yet. I probably just messed it up, but no. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But again, Lord willing. So... I do have another podcast recommendation, though, the Restless Podcast. I just started listening to about a month ago, month and a half ago. It's a pretty cool podcast. They, uh, two gentlemen that talk about the, what is it, YRR movement, Young, Restless, and Reformed, which me, myself, I was in it a little bit, I guess, but towards the tail end when I got saved. I was saved in 2012. I came to the Lord. So a lot of the stuff they talk about I am familiar with, like, Mark Driscoll, so they kind of analyzed some of the rise and fall of, of Mark Driscoll podcast, which I don't know if you've listened to that one either, but they talk about it from their perspective uh, because they kind of came up that way as well through the Young Restless and Reformed movement, and I believe they're now Presbyterian, which is, you know, where where it all inevitably leads you. You know, if you're young, restless, reformed, you eventually go confessional, which is a good place to be. Be a happy Presbyterian like me. So check out that podcast, Young Restless, nah, not Young Restless, just Restless podcast. And yeah, that's it. And also, of course, check out all the podcasts in the Christian Podcast Community, christianpodcastcommunity.org. And that's all I have for you today. So I want to encourage you one more time that... If you are in Christ, you are saved. And now, share that good news with others. Share the gospel of Jesus Christ, that Jesus lived, 
a perfect life, died on the cross, the death you and I deserve, because we can never live a perfect life. And he was buried, and he rose on the third day. And he is risen now. He is in heaven, seated at the right hand of God the Father. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. We are to make disciples. We are to share the gospel. And he is coming again to judge the quick and the dead, the living and the dead. So until next time, I pray that you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Drive safe, Grady.